There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash wondery and use code wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 495. So we took a little break from at midnight this week, just a little hiatus week. Because uh, we're on the same schedule as a daily show on Colbert, so when they take off, we take off, uh, which is nice. But um, but I'm really antsy to get back into the show. I feel like we just started it, so it's cool that we got to take a couple of days off. But I really just want to get back to work because um, next week uh, we have fantastic guests: uh, W. Kamau Bell, uh, Hannibal Burris, Jenny Johnson, Mike Lawrence, Todd Berry, Neil Brennan, Greg Proops, Ben Cronberg. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a nice comeback week, so I'm I'm already, already been like cracking my knuckles, just sitting around going, I want to get back, because right, we're gonna be doing at midnight on the road live a couple times and see how that works. So we'll be at the South Beach Comedy Festival on April fourth, and then um, I think maybe in May we're gonna be in Nashville. I don't know. Look it up. Use the internet. Sure, I could have looked it up before I did this intro, but I'm a dick. Uh, all right. I would like to thank for sponsoring this episode of the Nerds Podcast, Carbonite Online Backup. It's super easy to back up all your stuff so you don't lose it because hardware fails eventually. Uh, and then you don't want to be stuck having lost all of your files. Why not, why not have them backed up? Why not have access to all of them from any computer anywhere? The backup is seamless. It happens in the background. You don't even notice. Just sign up. There's an offer code for two bonus free months uh, using Nerdist if you go to Carbonite.com. So start your trial today. No credit card required. It really is a free trial. If you don't like it, don't use it. But I don't know why you're not going to like backing up your stuff. So Carbonite.com. Use the offer code Nerdist for two free bonus months. Uh, This episode is Will Arnett. Now, I've seen Will Arnett at things a few times. And I was always kind of nervous to go up to him because, I don't know, I am... yeah, when you when you when you like people, you get nervous when you think they're cool, and you don't want to go up and embarrass yourself or have them go, "Oh, uh, hi." Um, so I have never bothered him in public before. He turned out to be every bit as incredible as that I had hoped a Will Arnett could be. This episode is essentially a Riftide, not to be confused with the fantastic '80s show Riptide that had a robot in the cast. It's a Riftide all the way, and Will Arnett is a fucking genius. So uh, his show, The Millers, is uh, on Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. on CBS, and you should watch that and support all things Will Arnett, like the Nerdist Podcast number 495 with the aforementioned Will Arnett. Now entering Nerdist.com.
mean, sometimes maybe something's going to happen. You I never mean, know. What is going to happen? I could get a message that says, uh, hi. I have a weird thing about leaving my phone on during these, which yeah. is, what if someone texts in and they go, someone died? And then it's like, oh, well, now we have to, this is awkward for everyone. I would rather just wait for that information we until after the We did that. Paul F. and Gorley and I were recording James Bonding when Philip Seymour Hoffman died, and it made it weird. Oh, what yeah. if they said someone died, but the instructions to save them are embedded in your, under your skin, like oh, born identity? And then I killed them by not doing it and getting it and in because time? because they're like, you have to answer. We didn't want to tell you because we knew that you, you wouldn't be able to handle that responsibility. But I think if you were but to we, ask the listeners, it'd be worth it. That we just kept going. You think so? Yeah. But even if yeah, we're going to let that person I mean, die? Yeah. I mean, and someone's going to go. They got to go. Obviously, except the people who knew the person. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, depending on how big a fan they are of the podcast. Well, what if they, What if the person who's dying was the president? Oh, um, of podcasts? Of podcasts? <laughs> president president podcast? podcast? No, the president of the internet. Oh, oh the president. That's even bigger. That is yeah. huge. That's pretty huge. I've never I would met, love have it you if met the president of the internet. <laughs> there should be a president of the internet. <laughs> absolutely be. I'm gonna, you go ahead and elect Will Arnett to be the president. I would of the like internet. to just. I would love to be because I. Uh, the first thing I would do would be I just kick people out and or, <laughs> kick or them outside off, the dome. Off. That so. would be my 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 whole mandate. Would be yeah. my whole entire platform would be. Here are the list of people who have to go. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I'm just thinking about who do you who do you think I would I would kick off first? Try to guess. Who, okay, who would you kick off first? Um, you would kick off One Direction. Would you no, kick off One Direction? No, there would be no um, no sort of celebrities and or pseudo celebrities. Well, I would first kick. of all, well, obviously the Kardashians, okay, of sure. course. But first of all, there, if so, if you're kicking off shit stirs, you would have to get rid of pretty much every gaming forum. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I would kick off anonymous, uh, not anonymous. I no, yeah, I like they're them. great. Good. Don't yeah. <laughs> good, good. We're good. Oh, right. Great. Rule number, number one. Good. Rule number president, the group. The president of the anonymous. Says, he loves the group anonymous. Can I say this? I, and I put this out there to anybody who's involved with anonymous. Is there a, a, a hotline that I can get in touch with you? Because I have so many people that I want you to take down. <laughs> <laughs> I love the work they do for the most part. Yeah. And I know that's not a very popular position to take, but I think they're so phenomenal. Can we just, can I go to the dark web? How do I do that? I have to download. It's called 4chan. <laughs> what, what is it? 4chan. That's the dark web. That's the dark web. You well, have to, they do, you know what though? But, but the principle of it is basically empowering the little guy. Absolutely. Whenever, whenever a little guy gets fucked up, they step in and they bring justice. Like, like you know, like the, um, what are those guys, those two billionaire brothers who are supporting the, uh, who are fun. The, the, the cock. The cock brothers. Yeah, cock, cock, yeah. Koch, cock, cock. Whatever, yeah. Cox. So let's, by the yeah. way, let's agree that they're the cock. The cock brothers. Cock yeah, brothers. yeah, I think that's okay. Okay, yeah. the think... little cock brothers. Yeah. <laughs> These fucking guys. Hey, let's get anonymous in there for a minute, right? Yep. And let's start, first of all, let's drain the bank accounts. Done. For, first, redistribute the money. <laughs> redistribute, and let's reset. And let's see how these assholes, let's see how big their voice is when, when their, their billions are gone. And then you and I should play them in a movie. We should play them in a movie, and our, and our compensation should be $2 should billion come each. from that. I love it. <laughs> Wait, that's, I don't know if they should redistribute to us. Should, no, well, no, which no, I mean, you're entertaining people. It's a separate thing. Okay, all right. Okay. Okay. We're all the, I mean, after okay. no, all this prerequisite right. yeah, Ferraris right. and Jets and shit, yeah. we're going to be super Super responsible. We need to take our jets to bring uh, food and to... And if there's like a third fat brother we don't know about, I'll play him. 
I want you to know. A million and a I half. want you to know. A this. fat cock? Yes. I want you the fat cock. You add, why do you get? <laughs> well, that's what you get. We Thank get you. the money, you get to be the fat cock. But Sounds you know what? Money. Here's the deal. Yeah, yeah. If anonymous, I make you this pledge. Thank if you. they if they redistribute the Cock Brothers wealth to yep. us, yep. I want you to know and and I get north of two bill, two yeah, B. Sure, sure. Yeah. Two bill. I want you to know that from my side alone, you're good for four mil. Nice. You get four mil. Minimum. Thank you. Tax you base. Mil. After taxes. After taxes. This is great. So that's you net. Know what? You know what? I'm Fuck it. Board. Make it five. That's oh, five million. He's so good. generous. Five mil. He's Look so this. generous. It's ridiculous. Someday we're going to get a trill. President I just want to get up to a trill. President Second thing I would do. Oh, wait. You didn't say the first thing. So anonymous. So kick off anonymous, anonymous posters. Anonymous. I, I, I want to get in touch with them. I want them to start doing. So again, the delineation. Anonymous. The group. Yay. Yeah. People who post anonymously. Gone. Mm. You're, if you want to comment on the internet in any, in any way, your, your home address and your phone number. <laughs> you have to be accountable. In other words, you have to I be like accountable. This. You're asking for accountability for actions. Because if you walk down the street and you walk by somebody and you say, hey, you look like a fat loser, you run the risk of getting punched in the nose. That's right. Right? Right. right. The same should be true for the internet. I agree. I agree that you your, should not your, be able to your, cast your physical address, <laughs> your phone number, your email, everything. And by the way, once you do that... Say whatever the hell you want. Ever you want. Listen, if you want now, to take responsibility for your words, that's fine. Say whatever you want. Also, say whatever you want. please register your travel plans with us. By the way, I will, I will say that... I want to know where you are. Whoever is... Pre- I, I do think, though, whoever is president of the internet would ironically be taken down by the group Anonymous because I don't think... I, think I don't know. He sounds pretty fair. Whoever is in power, the internet's goal would be, well, now we've got to take that guy down. Agreed. But I think that they would find that my, my entire mandate would just be about making it fair. That's it. That's, yeah. what, the, that's what the real role it was. It's very much a representative government. Do you feel like, however, that you would be corrupt and then there would be a lot of like, would you all of a sudden, would your office look like the point of view of the camera from those porn casting auditions? I feel like, not unlike Michael Bloomberg, I, I'm incorruptible. <laughs> oh, in, uh, you're okay. Yeah, All right. I do. You're, I mean, I'm not a billionaire yet. No. Right. But you're um, going to get there. But I, I'm yeah. going to get there yeah. by some... And, really quickly and, if this plan works. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. yeah. And again, whatever, I'm going to have a few less dollars. Yeah, sure. I mean, I took a little bit of it. What sure. Do do? Has there ever been a billionaire actor who's just so... F- I mean, I know that there are very wealthy... Actors. I know some yeah. people can have like a couple hundred mil, sure. but is, are there... I guess well, Oprah. I guess Oprah technically counts as a billionaire actor. She has acted in things, and fair. she is sure. a billionaire. Okay. Because she, she generated the bulk of her, the, the bulk of her, uh, of she her did. wealth. From, she did. Yeah, it wasn't from acting. No, it was from a daytime talk show. Can you make a billion dollars from just acting? I don't think so yet. You know why? You know why nobody's done it? Because I don't think anybody's had the balls to try it yet. You think so? Do you know who's going to do it? Hmm. Robert Downey Jr. You think he's going to yeah, do I it? Think yeah, you're right. I think yeah. he might do the it. The second he goes, eh, I don't know about this Avengers thing anymore. Here's a billion dollars. Oh, okay. We'll yeah. make it back. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that uh, and of him doing sure. it. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. And, and I'm, a, I'm very happy about his, uh, his success. Mm. So I think, I think, but I think you're right. I think yeah. that he might be the first he guy. He might be the first guy to do it. I don't know if an actor should have a billion dollars, though. I feel like... You know, I think most actors should not. <laughs> right. Most actors, I can't I know, even. I can't not. even think of an actor who should. And have I feel like some of the actors, some actors that might be on their way to a billion dollars, would self-destruct and undermine it to then not be able to reach. Let the me. Billion let dollars. me. Then let me ask you this: What actors do you think deserve to have a billion dollars, and not necessarily as a reflection of how good they are as an actor? Okay, so, but just because they, they, they seem like they're like good. really good people. Yeah. 
Um, not Anne Hathaway. Okay. I'm going to have to go... My first instinct is Tom Hanks should have a billion dollars. Well, Tom Hanks probably has... Yeah. You're right. I mean, he just deserves a, a billion dollars. Who would be good with a B? Who would be good <laughs> with a B? Um, comedian? Mm. Not definitely not a comedian nope. because that's just a fucking that's just throwing gas. I don't. None of them. None of them deserve so it. So is it a no. dramatic actor? Is uh, it like obviously a, present company? Of yeah, course. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I think that we're. I think we'd all do good. Yeah, we, we always agree. operate under we the agree. umbrella. We're in the bubble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, I mean, we mean everyone but us. Everyone um, but us. Who uh, dramatically? Mm. Who's real good? And and seems like a good person. And it seems like a cool Clooney. Clooney seems pretty cool. No, very here's cool. who it is. Who here's who I'm giving a billion dollars to? Yeah. Paul Giamatti. You there, think so? Yeah, Paul. Here's a billion dollars. Interesting. You know what? I I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, although I don't think he grew up with with no wealth. His father was. Yeah, his father was well. He was the commissioner very of baseball. Guy, yeah, commissioner of baseball. Yeah. But yeah, I like him too. Yeah. I like Paul Giamatti a lot. Um, Do you give it to a leading person or a character? I give it person? to someone I'm always happy to see. And who I've not you read anything a about being a douchebag. Hmm. John Goodman. Uh, oh, yeah. I'd, yeah. Give, I'd, give a, a I'd throw a billion dollars at John yeah. Goodman. Not, th- never had one bad performance, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Do you... Um, you can't... You don't want them to be too young, though, right? Do you, are, you, are, you, are you thinking that they should be... I don't want them to blow it. Yeah. Like, Dakota Fanning, you're in the running. Keep but, it going for a little while. Someone, we might give it to you eventually. Would you give it to someone like... Like, let's say you gave it to, like, Meryl Streep. Or Dolly Parton. Like, she people doesn't who seem awesome. You don't think so? No. No. No, no. We give her enough. By the way, by the way, Meryl Streep, incredibly talented, (laughs) very sweet lady, really great. uh, But uh, but no, yeah. You know why? I also want to see somebody who's going to do something rad with it. That's yeah. what. That's the other thing yeah. is that you don't want to just be like thanks, and they just put it no, in. I feel bonds. like John Goodman's going to buy like an acre in downtown New Orleans and then just put up like a shack and live yeah. there and do something cool. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Yeah, you like know? he's just found the best acoustics for banjo for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, why the fuck did he do that? I don't know, it's John Goodman, he has a billion dollars, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I wonder... By the way, if I get a billion dollars, and I want, and I say this, it, like, it was just out of... An, Are you campaigning of, for a bill for a billion dollars? <laughs> All I'm saying is... Okay. You guys might have, might, or might not have the power to give out a billion dollars. I will never darken your door again. Uh, <laughs> what? I want you to know that. I want you to know. I would, out of respect, I, I would take it quietly. <laughs> no, but you know I what? Though, never darken. But your people door. really like you. I think they would be. I think they would be bummed to hear that you were going to take the bill and just disappear. I think they wouldn't want to know that. I think they'd want to know. You'd have to start making fucked up, well, crazy let's, let's, video games let's, let's or ask, movies. Let's ask this question. Let's pose this to the table. All right. We're, you say you say you're given a billion dollars. Sure. sure. Okay. All right. What are you going to do? I like the way you say it. What's the thing you're going to do with it? That pet project maybe you've had in the back of your head, that invention you wanted to make, what what do you do with $1 billion? Oh, gosh. Okay, well, for starters, and this is going to sound crazy greedy, but I need two Bs because in (laughs) order to play with a B... I need to know that I got my own. You don't get to wish for more wishes. <laughs> All right. No, I know. You don't. So I, <laughs> I just want to have I want to have my own B. Sure. And then sure. Which is just my slush B. Uh, right. Well, I just got word you're getting a second billion. Okay. You're getting so so with, two the, B's. with okay. the first B, billion. we're gonna go nuts. We're gonna change people's lives. Okay. Oh, I'm interesting. Like, you're going that way. Okay. I want to lead with like inner city shit. Yep. Done. Yep. Okay. Done. Yep. Uh, outer city shit. Yep. Yeah. Done. You know what I'd do? Make all the sidewalks that playground material that's real springy. 
Oh, yeah, that's a great enjoyed idea. It. Everybody gets it. Not just it. the sidewalks, though, but you'd have to line the buildings too, so you could bounce off the. That's getting a little crazy. All right, I, well, I, just it I can do whatever I want with my bees. You well, fucking worry about the I'll ground. I'll take care of the sidewalks. I'll take all the you other handle some walls. You handle some walls. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Think about walking on that all day. That's you know great. what happens there. Barefoot. Everybody gets to go barefoot. Yeah. Still yeah. no. Still no flying. Still no flying cars. Still no flying personal transportation. That I f- no. I don't want it. Not so much. I don't need it. Too many. I got soft sidewalks. I'm going to walk everywhere. Yeah, but that's yeah, the thing. If true. you have soft sidewalks, then it makes the flying the implements less dangerous for people. How does that make it less dangerous? Well, because if you fall, you'll just bounce and spring up against the springy walls that I'm going to put uh, up. I don't I like will. the design of your I'm cockpit. Do, I'm, I'm falling do, out of it. Uh, federally mandated three day. Uh, weekend every weekend done. Now, how does a billion dollars make that happen? It's just, uh, it's just, just, it's just, it's just lobbyist yeah, fat just, cats pockets. <laughs> just line it, just, just line it, it just know? line it. Do we add an eighth day of the week, or do you take away? <sighs> that's a great question. Ooh, yeah, no, that's not bad. You know why? Because then you could also, with that billion dollars, license eight days a week by the Beatles, mm-hmm. which you would need that much money to license to get your plan through. What if you did three on, two off, three on, two off? Oh, like that's a good idea, schedule. right? This is a great schedule. You know, the only thing that bothers me about that, though, is, is that man sometimes it shoots a multi And we get, so we're getting rid of weeks. <laughs> but sometimes it takes three days to get into the week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it takes to a couple into days. It, yeah. yeah. Thursday makes a great Friday, doesn't it? Thursday oh. is a really good Thursday. Friday. You don't need Monday off. You need Friday off. In many yeah. ways, Thursday is better at being Friday than Friday. Yeah, I agree. That's a great... That's a great Thursday night is, is kind of kicking Friday yeah. night's ass. Friday is kind of a douchey epilogue, really. Yeah. It I wouldn't, really... I wouldn't uh, disagree with that yeah. at all. No? No, okay, I would not would. disagree. Okay, good, I, good, I agree good, with you. Good, yeah. good. All right, good. So, so, so far, we've made the sidewalk springy, and we're Beautiful. making Thursday, we're getting Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Um, in a three-on-two-off? Uh, no. So, no, I think we've in, agreed. It comes the front end, or does it come in the back end? Are we going to say everybody loves Mondays now, or are you just going to say Friday's off, everybody well, coming on Monday? Here's the, here's the deal that we're making, is if you're getting Friday... Mm. Enough with the Monday hating. Yeah. Okay. Great. Let's embrace Great. Monday. Great. Yeah. And let's make it a positive thing. Yep. And let's make Monday morning. Stop with the commercials about the sad sag. Oh, it's Monday. Yeah. Enough. Fuck Done. you, Garfield. Done. Yeah, fuck you. Garfield, gone. Go fuck it. <laughs> that, that would be the other thing that Gar- I would do. Garfield, go fuck yourself. Gone. Gone. Erased. Right. Yeah, from Garfield would have died of cat diabetes years ago. <laughs> years ago, Without you cannot question. eat that much lasagna. Nobody eats that kind of lasagna. No, no. And you look at the numbers. I mean, they back it up. You look at the numbers of lasagna eating cultures, Italians. Yeah. Uh, of how many Italians who eat lasagna on a regular basis, and you look at their life expectancy. Not very. Sounds good. Years. What's what's the cat year uh, equivalent? Of, I think it? dog years is seven. Seven, right? seven years. What's cat like, years? Katie? Cats look got to be six or five, something like that. Cats. Yeah, it's a, a little, little bit, bit longer. It's a little bit longer. Cats um, are the ladies to the men of the dog. Well, I think that's because most of them don't eat lasagna. But I think we have to do a, we have to cross reference between lasagna eaters and cats, and come to have to find. What does a cat even do if you put lasagna in front of it? Uh, it turns a nose up at it because they're fucking the cats are can assholes. We agree, can we agree also? Can I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and this is also I, I feel like going to be controversial with, maybe with your listeners, but cats, I don't even think they're capable of being assholes. I think they're just stupid, straight up, and I it's think that's possible. the big mystery. Cats are dumb. It's very possible, which is why we find it so amusing when they do human-like things. They're like they're too stupid to do this thing. This yeah. is hilarious. Have you ever known people in your life who, for a while, you were tricked and you thought? You were mistaken by their by their sort of long pauses or their their deep looking you know their their sort of like their gaze and you'd think this person is thinking hard on this and it turns out they're just dumb just empty just yeah. a, just flies or they're Jeff Goldblum and they're just thinking about tail 
Maybe, but Jeff oh, Goldblum at least has yeah. the uh, Jeff jazz Goldblum, piano background to back. No, but no, no. But he, le- he at least has the good sense <laughs> to stammer in between thoughts, so you know that he's 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 he's, he's, he's coming up with the answer. He, you know, I heard this true, true story that Jeff Goldblum in his first piano lesson when he was a kid, and they said, "What what kind of what do you want to do? Like, what kind of pianist do you want to be?" And he said, "I just want to crush ass." And so <laughs> teach me whatever it's going to take for me to crush. Okay, so you're so you don't want to give him a billion dollars then cuz that's a pretty oh, great. Jeff Goldblum got a billion dollars. Like, you He's know got gold in his I, name. I feel like he yeah. I feel like this he, that cat knows and he knows, uh, cat, he knows how to party yeah. and he knows how to spend it. Yep. Goldblum seems like a guy that doesn't need a million dollars to have a, a billion dollar party. Like you know like he seems like he So you're could... saying he's smart frugal going to go to Costco. He's going to get his money's worth out of it. No, this. I just feel like wherever he goes that's just going to happen around him. He doesn't yeah. have to people like me would have to engineer so Saying inviting a Goldblum to a party yes, is worth a billion like, dollar party. It's worth like seven hundred million dollars. I'm, yeah. I'm suggesting that Goldblum keeps his, his credit card bill. Monthly credit card is under five hundred. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah, he's good. Okay, he's good. So I like Goldblum. Goldblum's great. Um, I don't know who else really. I don't know who else that I would throw a very billion few deserving. At. Very few deserving. <laughs> and that's the amazing thing. Um, Maybe you can speak to this, but Jeffrey Tambor. Does he get a billion? Ooh, ooh Tambor. I I'm enjoy see him, him whenever I encounter him in life. I yeah. find he, him very enjoyable. But how old yeah. is Tambor? Is he over 70? You know what? I would give, I would give Jeffrey yeah. a billion. Yeah. You would? I would. But what do you think he's going to do with it, though? He's going to tweet honored. Hashtag honored. <laughs> um, he does that a lot these days. <laughs> um, I, he's not going to listen because he, he can barely turn his no, computer on. No, how to work it. Yeah. No, no, there's no way. So um, I love him to death. I, I uh, I'm going to see him tomorrow. I'm going He's he's been working on our uh, on our multi camera sitcom for the, uh, a few times this year. And he's you mean tomorrow. the Millers? The Millers, and he's going to be on tomorrow on CBS. On CBS, yeah. Thursday nights at eight thirty. That's a sweet ass plug. Yeah, it's like a, alive. You're going to be on television nowadays. Yeah, you want to be on CBS. Yeah. Do you like uh, without a question? How do you like the difference between this style? I mean, first of all, the shooting schedule for the stylist to come is probably a lot better than like Arrested, right? Uh, it, it, I mean, he just got even... wistful. I saw him. <laughs> Did just you see that wistful? <laughs> Did you see that? I've never seen wistfulness. I was taken away <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> I was I was taken away. Uh, it's been yeah, it's incredible. Uh, the schedule is is fantastic, and and. You know, when we're there, it's tough, but like you know, it's it's a lot, but it's it's really great, and it allows me to have a, a life outside of, you know, for instance, you know, making arrested was is a very taxing process, also, but a very great process, sure. it's super rewarding on every level, but it takes a lot of time, very time intensive, and, and the Millers is much less time intensive, um, so that part of it is amazing, and it means that I get to spend a lot of time with my kids, which I which is great. Um, and uh, so it's been a really positive experience. For, I, and I like doing the live shows. There are so many things down the, down the list that, that I like about this show. Um, I like doing the live shows. I like working with Jimmy Burroughs, who's one of the all-time Legend. legends. You oh, know? yeah. Uh, and uh, created Cheers, directed mm-hmm. every episode of Will and Grace, directed the pilots of... Friends, Frasier. Frasier. Started on Mary Tyler Moore, directed Taxi. People have to understand what it means in our business. By the way, look up Jim Burroughs' net worth. Yeah, well, he's because, close. because he's, he's very close. We're not giving him it. Here's what people have to you understand. You know what his answer was? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> if you direct a pilot in our business and, it, and the show gets picked up, you get paid every time 
that sh- that another episode of that show is made when you direct a pilot. So correct. If you if you and, and your show runs for ten years, even if you only direct the pilot, you get paid every time. Do you think like correct. if in his house he's like, oh, I'm out of paper towels. Oh, here's a royalty check for Fraser, and he just wipes something down with it's it. It's very possible. Well, that's insane. A, 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 <laughs> There's no way that you even you believe that. <laughs> he wants to believe it. Yeah, I do. I, do. I know. I want to believe it so badly. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, look, that's that's absolutely true, and that. I'd say uh, that you know, and if those shows go into syndication, you participate in that as well. It's w- unbelievable, and and hopefully, I still feel like the syndication business is still okay. Like there's some, a lot of television is changed a little bit, but I still feel like the syndication business is still okay. It's still if you yeah. there are very few, but it's an it's a it, there's less space for it now though. There's less space for it, and the and the shows in terms of scripted programming that does well, and certainly in comedy. It's really still the half hour, uh, mm-hmm. the, the uh, multicam that dominates that. Uh, um, and the single camera shows, even the best single camera shows, have not done well in syndication. Yeah. Um, be- because, you know, it's serialized and it's, it's just tough to, uh, tough to, for people to just pop it on. Yeah, because that's exactly the thing. Syndicated television, you just need to be able to go, oh, this is on. I'll just watch this yeah. and yeah. zone out. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've all done it. So and there's a reason, and we'd all like to think like, well, no, 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 my tastes are so highbrow that I would be able to like, no, 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 you want something that you can just turn on and easily watch. Yeah. Um, so you uh, have you? Let me ask you this, and total please. honesty. Yeah. Have you within the last five years turned on the television and there's you know it's been a sort of a eleven o'clock at night or whatever and and, and there's an episode of Friends on it's it, you know sure. that's inevitable and just ended up kind of watching it. Um, yeah. I haven't. I have, but I but I don't channel surf and I anymore. Like, I, pr- I appreciate yeah. your honesty because yeah. I have. Yeah, I yeah. would, but I don't just sit. My time is so limited that I have to. My viewing is very intentional. I go right to watch something. Well, and I'm wait, usually look, we get this. it. You're busier than yeah, we are, but I understand. <laughs> guys, I don't have time and, for this right now. Just, no. You're driving that point <laughs> nice home to make time and for it's, us. I mean, <laughs> right now, it's all going to change when you guys get your billion dollars. Oh, piece. is it going to change? Oh, yeah. oh, we're going to do our own podcast. Oh, that's if you got a billion. I guess there's no reason you couldn't do a podcast. Honestly, if I got a billion dollars, if I got a billion dollars, though, I would just, I would probably do a podcast because I would go insane out of boredom. Listen, I think I'm going to hold the mic up so that people can hear that fist bump again because it was. Oh, it was here. That was fantastic. That was, that was yeah. solid. That was a solid. Did you, did you get that, Katie? Yeah. Okay. Good. That was a billion dollar fist bump, right? That was there. two billion dollars. We came together. Plus, he's got a billion sitting in the bank. Let me ask you something. Since, <laughs> since, right. since, since, since this is all after taxes, <laughs> so take that, Uncle Sam. <laughs> so, because uh, because of all the award shows that have just happened, why do why do actors rarely thank the editors? I always wonder because. You know, the director has a lot. Dirty secret. The actor, the directors have a lot to do. The actors have a lot to do. But really, if the if the takes aren't edited properly, you would look like a fucking idiot as an actor if you had a bad editor. People don't know this that that also on on uh, uh, movie and 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 TV sets, quite often the editor comes down and visits the set, uh, you know, a few times a week and spends time on set. Because they're getting dailies, you know, they're getting footage every day, and as they're cutting it, they're starting, you know, they'll notice a pattern or whatever, and they need to tell the director we need more of this. They are the other half of the filmmaker mm-hmm. for the, you know, the 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 director directs, and then it gets sent to the editor, and he starts to have to build those scenes and and builds it in a way that captivates it. It takes you on that ride. Of course, directors come in and and they do passes as, and, and they're working in concert with the editor, but ultimately. 
best, you know, the best editors are, are you know, in, in this town are, are, you know, the, some of the most coveted pieces of talent around. And I think that a lot of actors probably, A, don't know that as much. You, you'd be amazed at how many actors, or maybe not amazed, are not aware of what the process is of putting together the I final mean, product. I mean, yeah, because you're just watching one take of something. I think it would be really interesting if you had all of the takes from like a really classic, like an Oscar winning movie and just put alternate takes all the way through and just adjust the timing a little bit. I tell you happening. something. I tell you something. I have a friend of mine. How can I say this without giving any of it away? A very big film. And I will definitely tell you guys after we, sure. okay. we cut so that you won't press me for details. Okay. No worries. Uh, a very, one of the biggest films in the last 10 years um, I know somebody who worked on it and, and an executive for the company said, if I wanted to ruin this director, the director's career, I would release his cut of the movie. Oh shit. Mm. And he would never work in town again. And he's a big director. Wow. Holy shit. And it was, it was, and I guess it was because the director is such a dick, mm-hmm. uh, a well-known dick. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sort of just winnowing down who I think this might be. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and 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 that was, a, you know, and that just goes to show you that what what can be done after the shooting process is is finished. Do you do you ever direct stuff? Do you ever want to direct? I stuff? have not yet, but <clears throat> I, I would like to. But I, I'm constantly kind of just trying to learn more. You know, I. I I've had a sort of a couple opportunities to direct things, and, and yet I've been reluctant. But, you know. It's still fun. Uh, You'll do an episode of The Millers. You That's, totally could. Yeah. That could be a good... Listen, well, that would be difficult. And, and, and I'd tell you, look, Jimmy Burroughs directs every episode as it is okay, right yeah, now. Okay, yeah, that'd be kind of tough. So, so, but even if, were he to decide to leave, it, it would be... <clears throat> And, and especially for comedy, I think it's very difficult uh, to direct yourself because it's so hard to stay objective um, about what you're doing. And I think that it is a collaborative process. And I never consider myself to be the final arbiter of what is necessarily funny. I, there are things that I think that I can do or that I know that like, oh, this, is, this would be a funny thing to say or a funny move. Um, but ultimately, you need another voice to say, "Hey, yeah, that was funny." However, keep in mind this, and and it's it's a difficult thing to do. I generally, uh, I think comedy is very difficult to direct. Did you not start out? Did you start out doing comedy? You didn't start no. out doing comedy, did no, you? no. But you found out that you were funny because of your parents or because you're Canadian. Um, well, yeah, maybe because I'm Canadian. <laughs> Canadians are funny. I love that. That's a kind of like a <laughs> Canadians blank, are. I a feel like get truth. I know? feel like Canadians are inherently funny. Well, it, I, it, first of all, I didn't know you were Canadian. Yeah, and I Toronto, liked you right? before from Toronto, and it just went up like that much more. Yeah, from being Canadian. From being Canadian. Uh, well, you know, we're. I always like to say that we're we're kind of pressed up against the glass of America, as it were, if, to use a hockey analogy, and I sure. think it would be appropriate. Sure. Yeah, considering I think, I think the, that, the, the subject matter. Yeah, uh, and I think that that we we do have the luxury of being so similar uh, culturally, and yet we're our, our identity or lack thereof is just different enough. You know, we spent our our lives, and and I certainly did my my sort of childhood laughing at the the idea of sort of American uh, Americana pride and all that stuff thing like oh god it's so over the top it's so ridiculous and yet now having spent all these years here uh, I get it yeah and I can and I buy into it too 
And it's such an interesting, fantastic place, you know, this country. But I did spend a lot of – and that's pro- – Partially having a, Canadians have a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Being completely honest, I, I, you th- oh, I haven't actually. If they, I haven't noticed it. They've hidden it well, except and, and, for and in again, Montreal. The, these are things that I noticed about myself in Montreal. You noticed that? I noticed that in Montreal a bit. Yeah. Well, they have a chip on their shoulder regarding all the other provinces. Well, just basically anything yeah. that's not Montreal. Well, I've met a lot of nice Quebec. people there, but I also I've never been anywhere else where it, and you know as. As Americans, we get very spoiled because we're, like, we're Americans and yeah. everyone loves it, you know. No. And then you go to a place where, you know, you'll talk to someone and they'll go, well, where are you from? And then you go, oh, I'm from America. And they're like, oh. And they just don't talk to you they anymore. They shut down. Yeah, they totally, totally shut down. Um, I think that Canadians are, are, are and I, again, this is a sort of, uh, uh, um, I, I cop to this myself and, and to a certain degree, are very uh, passive-aggressive. Uh, it's a very passive-aggressive uh, uh, culture, I think. And, and, and you know, I, obviously generalizations are bogus, but um, but I think that that's kind of true. And, and uh, it's a it's a uh, uh, we are just that much more different. I think there's much more similar now, even than when I was a kid, culturally Canadians and Americans, um, and we are whatever. Let's get into uh, globalization. Is our yeah, next topic, it, right, guys? Well, that's yeah. We're going to talk about economic trends. Talk about North about, America as yeah. a whole. I feel and like then, it's important because I had we're a gonna... Starbucks at uh, in Milan, Italy. I mean, can we start there? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and I'm do. revolting against uh, farm subsidies in France. I mean, guys, yeah. exactly. Right? While holding your Starbucks, yeah, you could. Uh, yeah. this is enough. Yeah, this, uh, well, you said let's, uh, let's say you're in Italy, <laughs> sure. right? You see, you, you see a Starbucks, and for some reason. There's a Tim Hortons right next to it. Where are you going? I mean, let's not fuck around. I'm going to Tim Hortons. <laughs> Canada has more donut sh- uh, shops per capita than any other place on the planet. I love it. Well, I would say Boston no. with its Dunkin' Donuts. The, the numbers are out there. You can look it up. Uh, if Katie wants to Katie, look Katie, you want to look it up? I mean, just donuts per... Donuts donut per shops person. per person. Toronto versus uh, All right, how about this? How about this? Every... So every country gets to pick one donut shop mm. and then have a fighter represent that donut shop. So we get to fight Dunkin' Donuts and Tim Hortons. We get to fight. So we have to send a native of the country to go fight? Yeah, I mean, technically it should be, but yeah. I, you know. Oh, shit. <laughs> sure. Oh, sure. Second. I mean, wait a second. Hey, listen, you guys are doing terrible. great. I'm it's not, not saying, yo, you're terrible. doing great. No, that's fine. No, you're great. <laughs> no, you're doing fine. America, you better get on this fucking donut trend right now because those goddamn maple jockeys up north are taking over. <laughs> Do not jockeys. drop the donut ball, America. I will also say this, and I don't want to incite a riot, but Tim Horton Donuts. They absolutely crushed Dunkin' Donuts donuts. Uh, uh, Uh-oh. Well. (laughs) Well. starting to sweat. Well. Guys, a second ago you were fist bumping, talking about your billion dollars. Now there's going to be a fucking donut war. And and they're sitting across uh, from each other, and I am sitting (laughs) perpendicular as if I will have to mediate this press conference. I I, I should also... I, obviously, I did say that to Insider Riot. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I've been I, big. I, I've I, had so many fantastic Dunkin' Donuts. Here's the deal: I, I love the product. Virtue. I love Dunkin' Donuts. I think they each have their own virtues. They they might win, say, a glaze from a from a Hortons. I enjoy a glaze from a Hortons more so than I enjoy a glaze from a Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, so they each have their. No, but when I talk about a chocolate glazed cake donut, I'm only getting it from Dunkin' Donuts. Really, Tim Hortons? Sorry, it's not good enough. And their blueberry donut at Tim Hortons. Was very disappointing. I can't speak to that, but I can tell you that 
Look, I've had so many fantastic Dunkin' Donut experiences in my life that I even feel bad. This is like arguing, like, who, you know, when you're down to the final two uh, Sports Illustrated for the cover, who is the prettiest? They're both fantastic. Kate Upton, but go ahead, yeah. Okay, uh, fine. (laughs) But we haven't even agreed on that. It's not case. (laughs) It's still pending. Anyway, the the point, the the case isn't close. But the point is, uh, uh, and I think, uh, I think. Obviously, America runs on Duncan. Sure, yeah, it does. And that was a play. Except that's for the, that's California, their, except for Southern California. That's their slogan. Now, yeah. I wonder if Duncan has tried to keep. It, I wonder if, if Hortons is like, well, we're just not going to come to America because we're they Canadian. are they are in America. Where are they? They're up in the yeah, Northeast a now, and, up they, in, and they're starting like, to creep down. down. They've I cre- welcome them with open arms. They've been they're in Buffalo, and then they've come down. Yep. They're in Connecticut. They're yep. as low as like uh, if you take if you drive from New York to Boston and you take eighty four. Let me think. You take 84 <laughs> before you get on the Mass Pike. Yep. Off 84, there you, you have some of them. I'm trying to think what part. Of, 90. What I have no town? idea what that is. I do think, however. You don't know what the Mass Pike is? Are you, you from, Bo- you're from Boston? Yes. So you're from Boston. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. town are you from? I'm from Lowell. Oh, you're from Lowell? Yeah. Yeah. I love This is my favorite thing. I, I have so much uh, history with the city of Boston. I love it. Um, starting back years ago. And, and uh, so I spent a lot of time there. Yeah. And I really love Boston. But uh, so many times, uh, I'm from. Oh, you're from Boston? Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Lowell. Well, I'm from Newton. Let me let me preface this. My entire family is from East Cambridge, right on the okay. Charles. There we go. So, and they only moved right before I was born. They moved. My immediate family moved, but my okay. entire family. So I spent a lot of time on the Charles in Boston. I went to school in Boston, so I feel like I could. Uh, and I lived there when I was in college. Okay, you're good. Next case. All right. All right. Uh, the court recognizes. Well, are you, are you from Toronto proper? I am. All right. All right. I am. Boy, do you enjoy? Do you enjoy? Been waiting you, for you to ask me that. Do you enjoy? <laughs> I oh, fucking dare you. I dare you. Oh, do you see the little dollar bill on the string? Do you? Uh, <laughs> Come in, you love this. Stupid kitty. Toronto. Here's how I, I've, I've described Toronto, yeah. and I always like to check it out with people yeah. that are from Toronto. I describe Toronto as Gotham City if Batman was good at his job. Well, interesting. Yeah. Be, a lot think of people could it. call it a, a, a clean New York. It's beautiful. I, love I, I, I prefer to think of it as a dirty Winnipeg. <laughs> which is which when that lady, joke that kills. That sounds like a four at a bar. <laughs> that joke kills in Winnipeg. I haven't tried it out in Regina, a dirty but Winnipeg, I have tried a, it a dirty, a dirty Winnipeg is when someone shits just on the base of your balls. I don't know <laughs> is why. That true? I don't know why. I just feel like that's oh, what that would be. That's dirty, a dirty Winnipeg. Dirty Winnipeg. <laughs> just on the bottom part of your balls. It's on the base of your balls. Well, how does this work? Like, what's the position you're in? Well, well yeah, geez, to get shit on a... the bottom of your balls. I haven't done it. I'm just telling you what that probably is. Uh-huh. I don't know. You, I, and, and you're not allowed to smear it. It has to. They have to go completely. No, like, of course, just, you're not allowed to smear it. Yeah, it just has to go completely. You have to turn the smear off. Yep. <laughs> I saw you with the Titanfall game thing. Yes, I saw you too. We did not. We did not converse. Here's the thing, Will. Yeah. I, I, we've never really met, and I'm I'm very shy about going up to people because. Mm. I don't like bothering people, and I don't ever. Well, I dislike strangers. Oh yeah. well, this, this works. No, no, no <laughs> and I'm always worried that I'm going to go up and go, "Hey, I'm Chris, and you're going to do the podcast soon." And then, not knowing you, you might be like, "Oh, well, that's interesting." I'm talking to my friends and playing a game. I just never like to. I never like to assume 
anything, and so I just don't like to bother people. Oh, but you know what's strange about that? Think about it. Like if we were, uh, if you were to, in a medic for a medical supply company, and mm-hmm. I was a doctor, and we lived in Indianapolis, yeah. and you, you would I already take, like the scene you've said. <clears throat> do you like it? I really do. I'm like, uh, I have no idea cold. what happens it's in cold. the second act. We have the We're pitching this in an hour. Come on, guys. Damn Traffic's it. crazy. A lot of semis around. I'm going to see you guys. You guys. Uh, are all I know is that he hits go. the gym and he starts getting back in shape, and there's like a whole <laughs> okay, montage. Good. There's a fish out of water, but then he conforms. Sure. And then, okay, I like oh. it. He gets the girl. I think we can make this movie for about a billion dollars. So you're going to back it? Oh, my <laughs> friend used to want to make a movie, uh, for, and he said that the, the, the budget was a billion dollars. And he said, it's because it takes place on the face of the moon. And I was like, what is the movie he's called? Well, put it this way. It's titled Sporticus. <laughs> So I feel it's like a hybrid between like some kind of sport, you know, some kind of gladiator, gladiator come sporting. I love it. You know, I don't know. Um, but anyway, back to the scene. We're in Indy. Okay. Yeah. We're, you were in Indy. We're in, well, we're in a suburb of Indy, yeah, to be yeah, fair. True. We're understood. just outside. Understood. We're not understood. You're not, 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 not Indy proper. No, not Indy proper. And um, You still got cold season tickets, though. Sure. Of course. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course. We're doing okay. I'm a doctor. Yeah. I think I already said that. Medical supply company guy. Medical supply on. company, yeah. but secretly he's addicted to painkillers. Oh, no. Not, I'm, yeah. I'm not ready Does to face it he need you to write prescriptions? Is this what's happening? I've been doing it. Oh, my God. You know, my back still hurts. Yeah, and his bum knee. Yeah, my knee's bad and my back hurts, and it's all connected. And so, you know, I just, I'm fine. I don't. I'll let you know if it's a problem. I didn't know that it was a problem until he showed up on, a, on an episode of Cops, and I saw him getting busted. You're watching reruns on G4. And right? the crazy thing was, and I'm watching, and I'm watching at 11 o'clock at night because uh, I just watched an episode yeah, of Friends. Friends is over. You got nowhere to yeah. go. You see cops. I'm gonna. Watch they it. were wrong about that, by the way. I was just there watching them arrest someone else. Sure. And I was trying to help. Uh-huh. And then, because I felt invincible, sure, uh, I had this, had this pill would. shield, which yeah. made me invincible. And then they got crazy, and so it wasn't me. No. I took my shirt off to help them cuff the guy's Chris, hands with my shirt. Have you watched it? No. It's not like that at all. Well, I was getting you a dirty were aggressive. You were aggressive. You actually had smeared shit on the cops. <laughs> yep. And then that you, you said, took off, that's a dirty Winnipeg. Which, by the way, which... It's just Evidently, you took off your own balls, which you swore that you would never do. Yeah. I don't, but yeah. Yeah. you swore you, were like, you would no never smear. No smearing, no smearing. Oh, oh I thought you meant I. I think I'm the sorry. quote all was that you would. It would be smear. Would be off. Yeah. The smear yeah. would be off. Yeah, smear. Okay. So yeah. the way. So the way that I was about to yes and that is that I thought you said <laughs> I took off my own ball. I removed my own balls. You said you you were saying well, I no, took the I mean, shit off you, my balls. You'd remember that. I thought I removed my balls, which you're is another reason addict. I need the pain yeah. pills. You're a drug addict. <laughs> my <laughs> balls are where I keep my pills. And your testimony obviously goes. I mean, all of this goes. Objection. Yeah, you, I object, Your Honor. You can't object, Your Honor. Well, I object no. to that. Chris, the point is, when right, you're walking, that? you're not Over- pushing. Overruled, no. Matt. Over fucking rule. Permission to treat the witness as hostile. I'm not hostile. I'm flying on pills. I feel amazing right now. Okay. Come on, guys. Let's go make a billion. This goes straight to credibility. <laughs> but, but were you to run into me at a cocktail party outside of Indy, you'd come up and you'd talk to me. I would. Because yeah. you'd say, hey, I'm about to be coming yeah. and talking to you soon. I know, yeah. but you know that sometimes people in the medical profession, people in the medical sales profession um, may not have the defenses or, you know, it's like, People like doctors yourself, don't have people coming after them all the time. Uh, act, yes, right. doctors yes, don't right, have people right. coming after them all the time. Oh, 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 I love this. I love the. Can I just get. Cystoscopy you performed. Yeah. 
Which is where you shove a scope in a man's pee hole. Yeah, yeah, that's um, exactly what that that's, is. That's but good in, that you know that. You're a supplier. You, know, you should know I that. I assume people come, up to, people come up to you all the time on the street, and I'm sure they shout out Job catchphrases. And, and Do they just say Job catchphrases? No, a guy said to me, just Job, and then raised fist. Like he was in and support I, I, of I, that just, I, Is that in I, passing? No, and I he just, if we were walking, and I, and I agreed with him. Yeah, I said, sure. yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? Was, he was friendly enough. Hang on, I just gotta crack my neck. Are you okay? Oh, that. Oh, do you need man. some more pills? Bad. No, and you know what? That's fine. That I'm looked. actually. That makes me feel better. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Well, you look fine. Uh, your, one of your eyes is drooping. Yeah. Well, oh, that's the bells. Hey, what's oh. that? Uh, what's that box full of sand in those shoes? What are you gonna do? With those? <laughs> <laughs> Great. I loved Titanfall, by the way. I thought I loved it. Too. I got I got killed so hard, so fast, so many times. I love Titanfall. And uh, I didn't know what it was before. I didn't know what it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but you play Call of Duty, right? I do play Call of Duty because I lot. think my friend Matt Kirsch said that he plays. Oh Call right, of... you're friends with Matt Kirsch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, put it this way: Will I play tonight? Two hours tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and... <laughs> on the top end. <laughs> I'm just, this is a real thing. Let me look at my phone because I did not go to airplane mode. Sorry. That's all right. No, well, it's let all me right. go and see. There's a good chance that the that the text chain with the with the. Uh, with the, the clowns that I play with. Maddie Kirsch. Maddie Kirsch, let's Hilarious. see. Hilarious. Yep. yep. Uh, eight texts from... <laughs> um, just taunting. Getting ready. Uh, it's all like, how much weed are you on? Uh, have some more of the gummy bears. Gotcha, yep. Um, are, now, are you, in a, are you in a mass text chain where everyone, where, yeah. where as soon as someone sends one out, then you're like, oh, fuck, here it comes. And then you brace for the... We did a recap of last night's session this morning online. We did a fake recap uh, thing because there was so much complaining last <laughs> night. So there was, there was a, there was a uh, one of my buddies uh, uh, disagrees with how he gets killed all the time. Sure. He called everybody's a camper but him. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So he's like, yeah. so he's one of those like everybody's a camper. Then he got killed by an IED. Um, it's not camper. And then he was going, oh god, typical. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, well, what? You use them too. Then he killed me about a half hour later, and I saw on the kill cam that he waited as we as we say, gun trained yeah. in an area, yeah. just waiting for somebody. To, and, and I said, you know, eventually somebody's going to walk into your scope. Yeah. And I said, so that's what you do. I said, you're the biggest hypocrite of all. He might as well <laughs> have tied his trash up into a tree because he's camping. Oh, my nuts. God. Look, at this is just today. Let me show you what started. That is a lot of text. And, 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 a, and a lot of them are very long. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to write a good description. Of then it. there are people doing trademark on UG. UG trademark. <laughs> TM. 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 <laughs> yeah. Then somebody's score. Then I, and then I, with the, with the, with the, um, you know, the, whatever musical notes, notes mm. I'm yeah. simply the best, better than the rest. Yeah. Specifically lightning. Yeah. That's of course. You want us yeah. to know that right? you're singing. Then somebody's score from last night, six and 28, copyright, six and 28. Registered. <laughs> yeah. Cause now it's registered. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Have your oh, have have the lawyers of this group been like, guys, stop? We can't trademark this. I, this is <laughs> untrademarkable. But the lawyers don't say stop because the, these guys, the billable hours uh, are getting on this text chain are through the through roof. roof. Well, this is how you're going to make your billion dollars. You're going to trademark UG. Every time someone utters the word UG, you're going to make a fucking. You're going to make Jimmy Burrow. I claim. I claimed on Twitter recently that well, I say recently six months ago um, that UG was the uh, is the new meh. I guess yeah, it is. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I do feel like meh is a non-emotion and ugh is a ugh. Like ugh is exasperation where I feel like meh is a meh. You're not a I don't even want to emote. May is is so lame on so many levels. <laughs> I think I, I think it's so lame. And the moment that you let May escape, you've completely revealed yourself. So, the, and the, as a president of the internet, are you ejecting those people as well? Oh, um, anybody with a May, please. It, it takes everything I have uh, to not write just z-, z to most people. Right. <laughs> so, who, who write? Who write? Who who are clearly just looking for reaction? I don't mean most people. I mean yeah. most people who are looking for a reaction. Right. It's, it's like well, it's <laughs> it's they love to do it. I think meh is popular because it immediately being being dismissive with one word immediately allows you to undermine how much thought and work someone's put into something. So you can just be like meh. Yeah. Like come on, at least. If you hate it, at least react at the same level of the work that was put in. Sure. But they can't. They're incapable. That's right. So it's absurd to even engage. They're empty shells. Do you engage on Twitter? I do, um, but I engage in a very... I try not to. In a very human human way. I I find that attacking people back never does anything. And so I I just say, oh, well, I'm sorry. You feel that way? Or I'll sort of, you know... Does yeah. the block button count as engaging? I don't block because I feel like that actually creates more satisfaction. And here's the other thing. I think you're right. I've cr- I, I worry that if I only surround myself with people that are saying nice things to me, that that's not a good thing. I keep the negative. I don't block the people mm. because I still feel like I need sometimes, like, that's how you stay in check is having people go, hey, that thing you did sucked. Whether or not I agree with them, it still reminds me that I have to focus and stay on my game. I think that I think that you're right. It, you know, there's the the you, you have to if you're going to believe the good stuff that's written about you, you have to believe the bad stuff, and right. that that's certainly true. I, I I've always adhered to that as a or tried to as a performer, um, and I think that the same it's the same rules apply for uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I was not. It's a sentence. Rules. It's a sentence that it uttered ten years ago. Uh, I'd be like, "What are you talking? What does that mean?" Now, Will, I Go just ahead. pulled up your Twitter. I was like, "Oh, why am I not following Will Arnett? Let yeah. me do that." I just it's did, lame, it. right? But he's also trademarked. Yes, you're, oh yeah, trademarked. Yeah. <laughs> you're trademarked. Trademarked. Yeah, Will Arnett, trademark. I am coming off airplane mode to yeah. also follow at Arnett Will. Yeah, on the tweets. It's good stuff. Um, it's a lot of these days. It's a lot, well. Here we go. Xbox. Yeah, sure. I'm partying with them. Let's see if they're following me. <laughs> Does Xbox? No, they're not even following me. Jason Bateman's sponsor is your bio. Yeah. Well, someone has to. <laughs> Xbox. <clears throat> Xbox follows uh, almost nineteen thousand people. Not me. They're tweeting about me. Do you want to report them as spam? Just well, to... I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna say that. They sent a thing out. Clearly, they want me to like retweet it. Yeah, sure, but no, they're not. Not, if, not if you don't follow me. No, how that's, dare, that's how the dare rule. you? That's the rule. At least have the decency to follow me have before you decency. ask me to do something. Well, that's like that's have the, the thing. decency. That's, I get annoyed at the Boston Red Sox for following thousands of people and not me. But don't, but would you feel like you're less special if they're following thousands of people? I'm gonna feel like at yeah, least they care enough. You. Thank you, Will. I Look appreciate that. that. Thank I just you. followed you, Arnett Will. I'm just Nerdist, N-E-R-D-I-S-T. That'd be great if he was like, well, I'm not going to follow you. How many followers does, does he have? Let's see. Let's see what's going on. Too many. It's um, one time I realized that Boy George was following me. No. That's pretty. Great. And I got pretty psyched up because I'm like, hey, hey Boy I, I like Culture me. Club this on ironically. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But he's following like tens of thousands of people. Oh. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. How many 
who who is your favorite follow that you ever got? What was the biggest thrill you got? Oh, it was probably someone initially like Neil deGrasse Tyson or Weird Al or someone that I You re- got Neil deGrasse Tyson to follow you? He yeah. follows 53 people. That's pretty good. I feel like he does. I hope he does. I think he does. Listen, uh, Gordon Ramsay. That for me was, that was a big deal. Gordon Ramsay, that's Gordon pretty Ramsay. good. Yeah, yeah. That's not, that's not bad. What I about, did you get Bill Simmons, your Boston guy? Does Bill Simmons follow you? He's- no. Bill does not follow me. Everybody around him at Grantland follows yeah. me. We had one of the Grantland guys on the podcast today earlier. Which guy? Jonah, uh, Jonah Carey. Carey. Baseball writer. I don't know, Jonah. He's really well, funny should. and really He's cool. Good. Also Canadian. Montreal, though. Montreal, yeah. yeah. But he, friendly. <laughs> I, that. I didn't mean it that way. But I will say this. He I just... Mean, uh, no, no, no. I'm not judgy Montreal. Like, sure. Yeah. He just wrote a book that comes out at the end of March about the Expos. Calls Up, 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 really? and Away. The entire history of the Expos. What a bummer. You know, the Expos... They had the chance to build that small stadium downtown, yeah. Jerry Park, mm-hmm. and they should have done it. What a great franchise they had. Yeah. And it's such a bummer that they got rid of that. And it would have been, such, it would have been a real boon to the city of Montreal. Uh, and it was, a, it was a missed opportunity. You know, Obviously, they spent all those years playing at the Olympic Stadium way yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I just, to all those people who turned it down in Montreal, I say, Stita Yeah, I don't know what that means, but it's fuck them. Right? Is that is yeah. that is that, uh, di- is that dialectical French? Most most French Canadian swear swear words are based on you know um, th- revolve around you know uh, biblical or church you know artifacts and stuff. Oh, Ch- like chalice, which is like the chalice. Mm-hmm. Ah. No tabernacle, tabernacle. Ta- that's like a big swear word. Tabernacle. Oh, that, really? Like, oh. Fuck. Yeah. Like holy, like saying holy. Tabernacle. Ah. Yeah, like, hey, keep it down, <laughs> man. Almost, Don't like, say tabernacle. No. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> You're saying a thing. Yeah. Uh, it almost sounds like those those um, exclamatory swears were if someone were going to make fun of what they thought a French Canadian swear would be. For sure. Tabernacle. Charlize. It's like Daron. Uh, Rennie Levesque, who used to be the premier, uh, who was you know the big separatist in Quebec. Uh, he's like the guy that you would think of if, if you were going to do a sketch on French Canadians. Listen to me. My name rhymes with Quebec. René Lévesque. If you, can you pull up a photo of René Lévesque? I, mean, he's, <laughs> I can't wait. God rest his soul. He's been... Uh, René is uh, R-E-N-E-E, and the Lévesque is L-E-V-E-S-Q-U-E. Lévesque. Wow. I think maybe. E S Q U E. Once you get in Rene. Yeah, yeah, it's going to come up. It's going to come in. Did it come up? Yeah. Rene Levesque. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? That's it. That's oh, it. yeah. That's Cigarette. It. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Oh, he's Love so it. French, it hurts. Man, right? no, he's, no, French no, no. Like, he's, fr- he's French Canadian. He's French Canadian. That's French Canadian. And he was the first, like, he was like the legitimate, you know, wanted to separate. Uh, to, uh, you know, he looks like back a real... when they were putting Canada together. You know, Quebec was voted um, as the as the province most likely to secede. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. This is a terrible. No, I'm full support. It's, <laughs> how did, it's terrible. I feel I just, like I've I used just it. imagined nope, watching I love him back I, in at the comedy bar in Toronto, just watching him from the back row and just hearing a cough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that would do well in Toronto. Actually, I think it would. Uh, I'll let you know. It would. Uh, I, <laughs> no, putting, they'd kill me. I love it. the thing. Of, they'd kill me in Toronto for that. Let's break that down a little bit. I like. I want yeah. to deconstruct that because I love the idea. Is that I feel like I've told that joke. I know I've told it before, but I feel like I've done it once. The, the simplest way to get to that is like. So when they were putting Canada together, like yeah. when there were just people just going, "Let's make a Canada." Yeah, they were organizing it. Well, I, 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 I'll take it. A, I always take it a step further. I always imagine them at, um, you know, it's like, uh, 
it's senior year of uh, of provincial, <laughs> of high, provincial <laughs> high school <laughs> when all the provinces. We're all going to graduate into full provinces. But what's grad night like there? Did you guys ever watch? There was a great. Did you guys ever watch Vancouver uh, Stoned again? Ex- yeah, yeah. I totally missed well, the that. fucking Vancouver's the stoner. Uh, uh, Ontario uh, is kind of the nerd. Sure. Um, uh, Quebec's the hot chick. Yeah. Also, yeah. who won't talk to you, but you want to have sex. Yeah. With you. By it's the way, Montreal, like Quebec, and Montreal seventy percent really women, beautiful women, beautiful. You know yeah, that, right? No, yeah. I agree. After all your shit talk. Yeah. No. No. no I'm not shit talk. I'm not. Shit. And also, I you know we I talked about this with um uh I, we were, I was doing the j- j- just for laughs last year or the year before and just pour rire just pour rire yeah. and I was walking down the street with Garfunkel and Oates and someone I I found this to be a very respectful heckle but one, the window rolled down and a guy said to Ricky Lindholm. Excuse me, do you have a husband? Which I thought was a very respectful cat call. He asked if she had a husband. Yeah. Which well, is, the... I mean, listen, it's sort of marginalizing in terms of genders. Why does she have to have a husband? Well, uh, but, uh, but... Are you in the monogamous relation, Jim? <laughs> Mo- I, Mosier, Mosier and I went to this bar in Montreal at Just for Laughs called Vinyl, which mm-hmm. is, I believe, now closed. But it was like, it's like an offshoot. Uh, and the bartender. Well, it's obsolete. Yeah, it was just us. Yeah, vinyl's obsolete. I don't know why they <laughs> would do that. Uh, but it sounds way better, you guys. I know, man. I know. Seriously. I know. It's back. You're fucking. You're compressed with but it. Was, you're not hearing everything. It was just us. Enough. <laughs> oh my god. Enough on the vinyl. I'm sorry. And enough. And enough on your ironic bicycle. Enough. Uh, it's a penny farthing bike. It's really cool. One wheel's bigger than the back one. <laughs> now I kind of like vinyl. All right, go. All right. Sorry. Uh, but we were in there, and it was just this female bartender, very attractive female bartender. It was just the, we were the only two patrons in there, and she just proceeded to tell us about the the wonders of being a male in Montreal. Yeah. So what I'm saying, kids, is go to Montreal. And she's like, let me give you an example yeah. and just made out yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, Well, she said girls will straight up suck your dick. Straight Whoa. up? Yeah. Wait, that's straight up, up suck your are dick? The, those are the words straight she used. Are you, with a French accent. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Well... First of all, you know, that, how reckless of her. <laughs> You're giving away the secret. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't we doing this in Montreal? Uh, Montreal. I mean, you know, have podcasts, will travel. I think it's a... <laughs> I can't... This goes in one a, suitcase. Right? We already oh, we would have gotten like nine... T blow jobs a piece at least, especially for throwing around billions of dollars. If they yeah. straight up do it, straight uh, up do it, straight up. And then she also explained to us that uh, after the bar closed, if we were to come back in about an hour, it would be a Coke bar. Oh, oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Where you would get Coke blow jobs? I guess so. Yeah, sure. Just runny nose. Oh God! <laughs> I would, I would, Wolf of Wall oh, Street. That <laughs> an hour after closing, this place is so bleak. <laughs> I can't imagine how bleak it is. You'll I be bet you never for weeks. Uh, I never thought you could get depressed by a blowjob, but if you come back, <laughs> oh, this will be the, this will put you off. You life. never thought that I could be depressed by a blowjob. You haven't met me, yeah. young lady. <laughs> <laughs> Stop critiquing it. <laughs> Just let it happen. Did you guys? Did you guys ever watch Xavier Renegade Angel? No, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> what is, that? is it? Some Canadian magic that no, we missed? No, it's maybe one of my favorite television programs of all, of all time. It makes certain friends of mine. I'm very good friends with uh, television and films. John Krasinski, sure. And it makes Krasinski. Uh, he tears up. He's so disturbed by it. It's really fucked up. And it's uh, um, um, Vernon Chapman, John Lee, the guys who uh-huh. did Wonder Shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it for Adult Swim a few years ago. They did two seasons of it. Um, Xavier Angel. How did I miss Xavier this? Xavier Renegade Angel. 
I mean, I, I think Wonder Showsen is one of the best. It is. I, oh, it okay. has the most jokes per square inch of any piece of filmed entertainment I've ever seen. It the 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 animation is 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 like a low rent uh, video game interstitial uh, animation. Um, he plays a guy with a. There he is. <laughs> oh no! Yes. And it will blow your mind. All right, I have a new thing to get through. You have no idea how excited I am to you watch will, that. No, there's an episode where he sh- he ends up shooting. Uh, using a shotgun to shoot tampons into the sky to stop God's heavy flow. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you how it gets there, but it's a fucking roller coaster ride. It's so disturbing. I'm genuinely excited. Katie, I'm you're just wincing excited. at the picture. I have yet to meet a woman who enjoys it. <laughs> I dare you. If I, you, I dare you to. But you I would say it's. And, but what made me think of it is there is a an episode in that. In fact, that episode that episode is, is titled Bloodcorn, um, <laughs> and I'm an, I'm a, I'm a really avid avid fan of this. Um, and uh, he there's an there, in that episode there's a moment where he, they I, I forget how they get there, but it ends up like there's a classroom of all the planets. And Earth is in and being ridiculed by all the planets from the solar system. It's so fucked up. Oh my god, this sounds amazing. I it's cannot amazing. believe I missed this. I, I'm, I'm excited. Well, it aired on Adult Swim in Canada. That's no, 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 no. Here, it, oh, it aired on Adult oh. Swim. Here, there is no Adult Swim. All swimming's for adults in Canada, <laughs> I mean, guys. On, guys. Right? There's no. They, why mean, would they even delineate? They just right? call it swimming. I don't even know why. Yeah, it's just swimming. It's always <laughs> adults. No Kids reason. don't even swim in Canada, I don't no, think, right? They it's do not. Oh, no, they ice skate. <laughs> That's right. They, they know what to well, do when water's they can't hard. Swim. Yeah, the water's too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like your five dollar bill is adorable. It's got a family going out to play hockey on oh, the back of it. So the money the new, is so the new nice. money. Uh, I mean, it's it really, is. I didn't it's even really want to spend it. I was like, this is great. It's it's it is a yeah. uh, your coinbase your your coinbase currency is yeah. like a ball whacker. Like to have a pocket full of loonies and toonies just smacking against the side of your. Well, it's still it pales in comparison to the to the British pound. Yeah, yeah, the oh, British pound. True. You got to reinforce your pockets. I mean, that's <laughs> also. I would also always would be tipping so much money, not realizing that yeah. this was a dollar. Why? Well, that's uh, part why, of the dollar seventy-five. Why was the choice made? If you our currency, all of the presidents, uh, and, and then also and the non-president ben, ben Franklin, look so sour and just like, yeah. mm, and, and, and it's just like, it's such a, it's such a sad color of green. This hue, everything about American money is a fucking bummer. Well, that new hundred's pretty nice. I Why can't they smile? Um, I haven't seen it. I don't, you oh. know. You don't spend, it's all no. out of your, yeah. yeah. It all comes out of your $2 billion PayPal account. Yeah, my slush. <laughs> my the slush bill. The slush the B. Slush, the slush B, yeah. Bill took too long. I, you're right, slush B. I'd buy slush a B. jet so fast. Well, of uh, course yeah. you would, right? Wouldn't you? Well, of course you would. It's yeah. a good chunk of your change, though. Yeah, I know. Uh, for right. a bill? No. Yeah. If he had a bill, how much is a how much airplane? is a Gulfstream G five, G four yeah. rather? There's no G five. I mean, it's got to be. It's just a couple hundred million dollars. I mean, you still have a ton. Still a, that's a that's lot. Still yeah, but chunk. but if you have that's a still a chunk, you're wait, is this coming take, out of the slush bill or is this coming out? Take ten dollars, break off two of that, and give it away just for a plane. But figure, but you could go anywhere. You go anywhere. You could go anywhere in it. So, it, are you taking that out of the slush B or like the other B? The initial B. 
seven million. Seven million. Why are we? What the fuck are we doing you here? Have ten for of a them. G four. Guys, this, we could pull our money. What are we doing now? Oh, well. Oh, okay, no. I don't, wait, wait, wait. By who? By who? 15. And every G4 in the pre-owned no bottle longer, has come on it. Like I'm no every longer. Single one because people do awful, yeah. wonderful things. Remind myself to buy a G4 next week on Wednesday. Here's your reminder for the 19th of March. 2014 at 9 a.m. Is that Jeremy Clarkson? Obvi. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> Here's your reminder for the 19th of March. Okay. It just went ahead and did it. <laughs> um. So I have I have a confession to make. Why I can't believe this came up that <laughs> I'd forgotten that my Siri I I had it your switched to a from, I had it switched to a, switch uh, to a English dude. guy. Yeah. Sir, I like the idea of having a Batman. My grandfather served in the Canadian. He was the Canadian service. He was uh, a station with the uh, British, uh, with the Royal Air Force. He was in intelligence, obviously. Is your grandfather yeah. James Doohan? My grand, my grandfather <laughs> was Winston Churchill. What? Yeah. This is amazing. Have you told anyone this before? I missed I his Canadian period. This is really not amazing that you kept this under wraps for not so long. Soul. I haven't told a soul. Okay. And, 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 uh, but I, I decided, and he... I hope t- you don't end up looking like him. He informed... He lived to be 95. Nice. You know what he did? He took a nap every afternoon. He got in the sheets. Pajamas, clothes off, pajamas off, pajamas on, even during the war, in the sheets. Sure. So he committed to everything in life. Yeah. Even the nap. Yeah, and he smoked cigars and whatever, and he lived to be like 95 or 90 or something. Winston Churchill? Yeah. I think he was a 200... Uh, 215... I think he was like 215 years old. Do you really? Mm-hmm, I do. That that sounds his, his a little high. Told the story. I mean, like it really. There were a lot of. He lived every one of those years. Yeah. Hard. Blood, 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 sweat, toil, and tears. That's a famous. <laughs> that's one of his speeches. Yeah. Right. By the and yet. Uh, no, the truth is, I just switched that because I wanted to sound like an English dude. It sounded cooler that way. It, yeah, it is. Why not? It was Ninety. Wow. Well, 95, I'm close. I mean, yeah, you're close. Sorry, five years. Well, I guess it was closest without going over. Half so, a day. You I, have, the I have three grandparents who lived over 90. Wow. I don't know if our generation will live as long because of all the chemicals and yeah, things. Yeah, but I think, I think we're going to find ways around it. Yeah. I medic- keep hoping that medicine's going to catch up to us by the time we're 70. Yeah. Oh, believe me. Yeah. Yeah. We're so close. We're so, so close. You know, uh, um, I know. It, I know so little about this topic. Um, <laughs> that should not stop well, you from talking about it. Well, as a doctor in Indianapolis, and I it feel doesn't like stop me doesn't from stop anyone it on the internet stop me from talking from about it. Ten thousand no. yard stare. Nope. Before I address it. Nope. I want you guys to know that when it comes to this subject, mm. I know so little. Mm-hmm. And then, full stop. And then just right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then nothing. <laughs> and then nothing. What's gonna happen? But 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 uh, I do feel like advances in medical science. That's part part of the reason that I continue to to smoke from time to time. Yeah. Thank so you. you're just hoping Thank that you'll... They've just grown a lung in a lab. Yeah, so they have done it. They did we're do like, it. We're like 10 years away from oh, me needing a new lung out. and getting one. You should one. be able to print this out... This is what we're doing with the money. That's what we're doing with the money. Oh, this is yeah. great. Yeah. If, gr- I, if my life was exactly the same as it is now, but I knew there was a lung waiting for me... Oh, my God. You know what would be a bummer, though? Forget it. Fine. 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 You'd spend the bee trying to reverse the aging process and find it at no, the no, end no. that we won't be able to do that, and then I just want a repa- I just want a replaceable respiratory system. Yep. 
That's yeah, but all. but you also don't want to get you don't want your exterior to get super old while you have really strong lungs. Well, you, you want everything. to yeah, it doesn't matter. I just got to live. I feel like, like we're going to be able to plug into uh, you know we're going to be able to regenerate yeah. our our, yeah. our cells like our yeah. skin, all that kind of stuff. We're able to by the time we're it, we're good. Yeah, like in um, like in uh, the one Elysium. Yeah, we're just we're getting that be, machine. We're going to be up there. We're going to be up there. Just print out. Have you seen that? Yeah, and just like totally. Do love everything. It. Oh, I can't wait to throw Harrison. Me Ford too. In there. I love that guy, Charlotte. Whatever, Charlotte Copley. Charlotte Copley. Yeah, love that dude. Yeah, he's prons. Kick-ass. He's just kick ass. Prons, prons, the prons. I oh. like that. Uh, I like the way the uh, South Africans uh, talk, mate. Talk the, I love, I love the way should, they talk, bro. Maybe we should give him a billion. Give Charlotte. I'd give it to him. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, I think he's good. I think he's talented. I give it to him. I didn't even. You would just give. So okay. So you could like, and I've only seen a lot of hundred people. Who's going to yeah. give so your billion dollars to Charlotte Copley? No, no, it's not. Not only no, that. No, this is just from the big stockpile we have. Oh, right, right. Yeah, not right, only right. that. There was a time a few years back where he and I were up for a very similar part, and there was a lot of lobbying. But there was a guy who at the time did not want me to have that part, and and he got it over me. Mm. Oh, okay. And I was good friends with the guy who was the lead, and he wanted me to play this part in his movie, and Charlotte got it, and I'd st- and I. I think he's great enough that I still give him the B. That's wow. a good, you know, you're a good sport. It's a good yeah. barometer. Right you're a there. good fucking sport there. Yeah. Do you? I'm, I feel like I'm a big person, and I, and I feel like big people don't say that. No. Yeah. <laughs> they enough. Tell you. Yep. Enough. enough. They don't say it enough. 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 A big person should tell you when they're. How else Sorry, I was just know? choking there for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, enough. I know. So you had to swallow. But yeah. I, but how else would people know if you didn't tell them? That's absolutely. Do you do you live pretty healthily in general? I do. I do live quite healthily, apart from the. Uh, uh, occasional. I, I essentially quit smoking a year ago, uh, and then I went to Europe right before Christmas. Oh, it's going to do it every I time. I challenge you to quit smoking. Nobody's ever successfully, and this is a fact you can look it up, nobody's ever successfully quit smoking in Paris. Not one person. Not one take person a look, ever. Take a no. look. Not yeah, up there. Look. Especially if you've just quit. Like, it's the, every, the textbooks will say stay out of Europe. Absolutely. Yeah. And, for at least uh, five years. Yeah. Also, so other than that, yeah. healthily, I don't, I don't drink yeah. or, or do drugs, and it's been a long time since I've done that. Since I've done I think that. we, I, I read a little bit about you. You, sure. you. you and I, I think you and I quit around the same time. Is that right? 2000. 2003. So you had, me by, yeah. you had me by a couple of years. That's when you. you guys left fun, huh? All right. That's cool. <laughs> fun. Fun. We're going to look good in when we're 70, though. And then on top of that, medical science. Yeah. Absolutely true. And you don't smoke. You have the, I don't. You have the yeah, advantage no, of that. Yeah, I don't. Good for you. But, uh, but I do think that... That uh, felt really half-hearted. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny when uh, if people look at you and they go... Oh my God! You're how old? Well, how do you look okay? How do you look okay? It's like, well, it's not that hard. You just try not to poison your body with stuff, yeah. and you don't. It helps. Absolutely. Wait, how old? How old a, a gentleman are you? Forty-two. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Wow, you do look good for forty-two. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're around yeah. the same. We're almost. I'm forty. Exactly I'm forty-three. Way. Yeah, I'm yeah. forty. I'm oh, about to be forty-four. Your birthday is Star Wars Day, May the fourth. May the fourth. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. That's a good birthday. It is. It is pretty good. Your parents didn't know that when you were born because Star Wars wasn't out yet. But fuck, they, it all came around. They still don't know. It. My parents are, <laughs> have zero idea. <laughs> Star Wars had zero impact on their lives. <laughs> Not at all. None at all. It's interesting to think about. Yeah. If we How called little... my parents right now and we asked them and we said, "Who was the name of the bad guy in in, in Star Wars?" My dad would say, <clears throat> "Well, jeez, uh, Willie, I uh, gosh, I don't." Hmm. You got and be it. <laughs> what kind of weather are you having out there? <laughs> it's dark. It's dark. Dark. Yeah, yeah. Dark. dark. Yeah, it's dark. dark. Trying to help him tell. And I vaguely, vaguely, vaguely. Dermat. Yeah. Yeah. 
They have no idea. My parents were very. Where did you grow up? I grew up um, nowhere uh, and I, everywhere. I, I, my family moved a lot. I, I the chunk of it was Memphis. Um, a big chunk of it was Memphis, and then I. But I oh wait, wait, wait! The Blind Side was written about you, right? Yeah, it's all about me. Yeah, yeah. I was in a pro- that was so nice of you. It was so, nice of, it was so nice of you. Yeah. Well, it was, was really of, nice of you to yeah. adopt that black child. Yeah. Oh, you adopted? I, I thought you were okay. Well, yeah. I said adopted. Yeah. Okay, again, yeah. taking it back to Star Wars, just like what Ben says to Luke in the first one. When I said that I've he never murdered, seen the murdered your sorry, father, I've never, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I've never seen the picture. Well, then he becomes like he thinks he killed, but then it turns out he is the. And the same thing with the blind side. Yeah, I understand. I said I adopt. I was the yeah. actual. Got so it. That yeah. Is yeah. The, that's how I yeah. revert, retconned that. Yeah. Yeah. Will's actually the basis of Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. <laughs> the whole oh, the whole story. The the woman. Well, the yeah, yeah the woman and well her just being outraged. Yeah. <laughs> that was based, it. Based on a true story. They, they, they saw me outraged yeah. by something. But it was it we was do something with that. Instead yeah. of like uh, power lines and people getting sick, it was the meh. He was like It was it was I was I had to wait for a table. Here, let me set the scene. All right, good. I'm at Jelena in Venice and uh it's a Friday night. It's tough to get a table at Jelena. Sure. Very hard, yeah. yeah. Venice Abbott. is just at this point. Venice is just starting to come back. Oh. Venice is just coming back. Yeah. Abbott Kinney's a mess. Abbott and yes, it was a mess, mm-hmm. a veritable mess. Yep. And uh, so we we were biking back from the paddle tennis courts, mm. <laughs> and uh, we're landing at Jelena. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I can't discuss this any further. What? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. So is there? So because of the well, story a, and the deal a, with the he studio, signed, you're not uh, allowed, he signed. Oh, he signed the document. Yeah. I said a, a non disclosure. Yeah. An ND. You're allowed. A. It said it actually specific language. It said you're allowed to say you landed here. That's why they call no him. That's why they call him ND Arnett. Like yeah. he starts a yeah. story yeah. and then he can <laughs> never call, finish. They call a me story. NDA. Yeah. <laughs> Non-disclosure Arnett. Yeah. He can never finish a story because yeah. of all the NDAs. He yeah. Yeah. Well, what about that time you, uh, you know, last you summer know, you went you know to Cape Cod? You know badly for is my kids. Yeah. Why? Because I can never finish yeah. a story. Ever. I can never ever, finish ever. a book. Yeah. Done. Guys, I can't. I'm sorry. But you don't even. This isn't even a story that you wrote. I don't know what's going to happen to Sam. Hey, listen, man. This we live in an era. We live in an era of you know. It's so litigious out there, and I'm not going to expose myself. No, I guess you can't to these slime balls. Yeah. <laughs> That's just and I smart. Said, That's just smart. Yeah, it's good business. You're just trying to make sure that might as well call protected. him Will Smartnet. I yeah. mean, it's just that's oh, how. Okay, good okay, it is. okay. Wait, this is this is this is okay. a, this is a friendship morality question. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so because of what because of what you do, you're friends with actors and producers and writers who work on things. Sure. Have, normies, you ever, have you ever been in a situation where? Someone started to tell you something, and then they're like, "Oh, I can't tell you the rest." But you felt like, "Are we not good enough friends that you could just tell me this thing?" And have you? And you sort of felt like, "Oh, am I on the outside of your inner circle, mm. or do you respect the NDA?" I I can't remember having ever been uh, closed out, be, being shut out of it. You have to understand. As a celebrity, everybody wants to be your friend. Of course. Mm. And so they want to give me every... No, that's... <laughs> you have to go... Well, speaking as a celebrity, um, I'm no. constantly in no. day. I can't say anymore. No, that's right. That's what I should have... As the one-time possible voice of Knight Rider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will get into that. Oh! But yeah, of course. Well, look. In any workplace, you get that all the time. Which is, I've had lots of like people know where they'll say... You know, it, it is such a small community, so it, it's more like people start to th- they they start to piece together like, oh wait, shit, you might be friends with that person. Right. So I do get that a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Where people will see, you see them kind of bail out of telling, they don't maybe tell you, but they kind of bail out of telling you the whole story. They're sure. like, so I just want, and then they're like, anyway, yeah, no, and then and you're like, well, wait a second, there's more to it. You were about to tell me. No, something. I wasn't. I yeah. had to go. Yeah. 
But you're still standing. And there are a lot. There's you have to do this. People do this a lot. They're like, "Are you friends with them?" Um, ah. No, I'm not friends. Oh, great. So listen. <laughs> you're not going to tell. But I've tried to remove myself from gossip for obvious reasons over the last couple of years. Sure. I, I've really tried to separate myself from gossip. But it, it is such a terrible. But uh, at endeavor. the workplace. Well, obviously, yeah, workplace. Great. I talk about it's everybody. Yeah, yeah, because because you know. you're not gossiping about other people, then you have to ask people about their own lives. And yeah, yeah. Involved, like, and hey, no, I really, I really, you see Burroughs' beard. It's a little in, weird today. I really do try to not engage. Yeah, uh, I mean, as a celebrity, you don't want to ask too many questions about someone because then they feel like, yeah, it's <laughs> yes, crazy. you don't want to. Gonna, um, so, uh, what is the Night Rider story? Well, he was almost. He I was going to do it. I recorded it, and but one of the big. You know the, the the big sponsor of the show was Ford, and the the, the Kit was going to be the car. At least. I was going to be the voice of Kit, and mm-hmm. the, the car was going to be a Mustang. And it was their new refresh a few years ago. Oh, God, I'm at least probably seven years ago. Uh, I think it was that. Yeah, uh, and I've been the voice of GMC trucks for a long time, and uh, there was a conflict there. And of course, but you know what? For me, there was never once once that became uh, evident that that they were the the th- I, then I immediately like of course backed down because yeah. of my yeah my loyalty to to GMC and theirs to me. We we it's been, it's been a great. Uh, By the way, I mean the original kit was a GM car. It was a it was, right, it was a Trans Am. Come on, yeah, come on, and William Daniels, yeah, and William Daniels. Do, do you remember any of the? And William Daniels, could, could I who was the, the judge of the faux Olympic Committee in Blades of Glory. Oh, it's all coming you together. Oh, my trade God. Did stories about Kit stories? Or no, I, never, that kit stories. I, never, I never met him. Now I, have to, now, now I have to get all James Lipton to like, Will, I'd like to talk to Kit for a moment, yeah, if I may. Please, I know. if I could please just... I wonder if anyone's been like, no. I don't want to do that because I'm not a fucking puppet. Why would I? Why are <laughs> well, you trying to make me perform on your stage? Just talking to me like a human being, James Lipton. The best, you know, Lipton. Uh, I've had some James Lipton. I've had some interactions with him over the last ten years because of Arrested, and uh, I really do enjoy uh, uh, Mr. Lipton. He's an interesting character, and he's had an interesting life. But he, <laughs> he, you know, he once, he once, uh, truly, you know, truly, he's. I mean, you think about that show, the cultural impact. <laughs> just... yeah, why are you doing a hand dick-sucking motion? <laughs> are you out of why your mind? Would you why that? would you say dick-sucking motion? Why would you say you start talking like and then you were doing why a thumbs are you, down. Are you out why of your mind? Are you doing? What kind of a maniac? <laughs> why are you trying to put these <laughs> motions on Will? Well, I thought, okay, you start talking like Do you have Tourette's? Down. Are you saying, this, this give this me a not how Tourette's expresses itself. Chris, this is embarrassing. Will is our don't guest. Blurt out full Listen, ideas. again, you haven't really said exactly where you're from, kind of Memphis, but I'm, I, 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 maybe in Memphis, smiling the... is yeah. a universal <laughs> sign for dick smiling sucking. While you were I mean, like doing a hand motion where, where like an air dick was going in your mouth. While no, you're talking about that's what not the fuck all is all an air dick? Anyway, first of all, I just. Okay, so, so what is an air dick? Yeah, I what is know. an air dick? It's the model up from the G4. <laughs> so, so, so. <laughs> Mac dick air. <laughs> really aerodynamic. Yeah. But he, he, years ago, we did a, we did a, um, a, a, like a sort of a stage reading of Arrested Development. It was for the Emmy voters, the, the first year, after the first year we'd been on, the first summer. And James Lipton moderated uh, the panel in, 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 we're out in West LA at this theater. And I had just, a couple of weeks before, seen him interviewed by Tom Cruise on his own show. Tom Cruise came out, and it you know is very sort of 
cheeky that Tom Cruise did the interview, sure. and it was just titillating for Mr. Lip, Mr. Lipton. And so anyway, he had, Tom Cruise asked him the questionnaire, and I remembered uh, James Lipton's answers. So he went around the cast through the cast of Arrested, and he asked you know the, some of the questions, and he asked me, and I did it again recently when we did. Uh, uh, the, inside the actor's studio for Arrested Development and he didn't really rem- I don't think he remembered and I've had lots of interactions with him between but I did it again and his question, the question was what, what occupation other than the one you currently uh, are, are in would, would you do w- w- you know, would, you, would you go into and I gave his verbatim answer which, <laughs> to him which was so great. The first time it was you're, two weeks after it aired. You're expecting him to like just see the recognition in his eyes yeah. and go like. Well, oh, the first time he did, he gave, gave me kind of like a little you know tip of the hat, and I said, uh, um, "That's easy, dancer, but with one provisio, that I never get injured and I never get old." <laughs> and then I just stared at him. <laughs> did the audience have any idea? Kind of or no, not really. But it was all. For, it was just all for him. And the second time, no. He's over 80 now. I guess, yeah. Is he? He is. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, he's, he's, he is an octogenarian at this point. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, it was, we, we, we taped that show down at um, wherever it was, and it took, uh, it was a long process. I imagine. I well, thought, this has been an amazing conversation. So we're all getting a billion dollars and yeah, giving well, a B Will's to... Yeah, two because he's, he's got one in the bank. He's got a net. was just the one B. Oh, let me put it this way. I'm only keeping a B. Yeah, so, right, yeah, we've yeah, got yeah, a billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving that other B is going away to... Well, you gave it to Charlotte Copley. Let me say this. I, let me, I'll Copley to this. Okay. All right. Okay. Do you want to play good Copley, bad Copley? <laughs> I would love to. All right. Uh, well, my partner is going to be very... I'm, I'm doing French what Canadian accent. fuck? Shut up. Just let it happen, Matt. I couldn't pull up his accent right away. You could have gone Boston, Copley Square. All right. Yeah, Copley Square would have yeah. been good. Yeah. Um... And sorry. Nope, he's got just, it. Just email. Let it out. Let it out. Email. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Let it's an email from Mitch Herberts. Yeah. If that makes, if oh, that makes it if that makes it any better. I know I'm I'm really good friends with Jim Vallely. Oh, you are? Who I find to be one of the funniest fucking people to hang out with. Jim Vallely is one of the most original comedy minds I've ever encountered. He's incredible. Do you know who Jim yeah, Vallely? I know, I know who Vallely, he is, well, absolutely. For, for, so Vallely I've in the pushed 80s, to get him on this podcast, but this guy's like... No, no. I've, you know, listen, the, Jim, Jim's only reluctance for coming on the podcast, because I've talked to him about it, is that his mouth, move, his brain is insanely fast. Like yeah. one of the fastest <laughs> brains you've ever encountered. And his mouth moves faster than his brain. You know what he needs? He needs a minder. He does need a little bit. I'll of, come on with Valley if you'll get him to it. come on. I love it. I would love to Done. because he because what he said to me was like, oh, you know, I've done radio interviews before and I've said stuff and and I've said stuff and I just I, it's probably not a good idea. And I go, no, 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 just come on. Well, but but, but going to lunch with Jim Valley is worth. Oh yeah, I would yeah. I would oh, pay a thousand dollars to be yeah. able to. Well, have that lunch doesn't with him. mean very much. You have a billion. No, no, that's true. But he I give I give Valley a billion. He's like that. But, uh, yes, like that. Yes, yes. I give I give Jim Valley a billion. I would I would add a billion. I would, he would have two Bs. Right? He would say, you know, I spent a lot of time uh, uh, with Jimmy uh, over the last ten years as well, and you know, on set and, and in writers' rooms, and he he and Mitch and I worked on that uh, uh, um, uh, the 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 much maligned uh, uh, Running Wild and etc. Jimmy, uh, as as Mitch says, he thinks of things. 
he, he approaches things from a perspective that's so different from anybody you've ever met. Uh, he has such an interesting perspective on comedy. Um, and he's such a un- completely unique voice. In a time, in a town and in a time where everything seems so fucking derivative. Yeah. Uh, where everything is all about veneer and attitude. Yep. Um, J- Jimmy is a true. He truly is refreshing. We pitched a show together a couple couple seasons. Did ago. you really? Yeah. We he, we went around and pitched, and he was going to be the showrunner, and 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 uh, and then um, and just the whole process of developing the thing with him was so much fun. And he's he's just. It was fun. We would have these writing sessions, and I wouldn't. I I felt like I didn't even do anything. I just listened to him and laughed the entire time. I would love to have Jim on. Yeah, Great. I didn't know that. Both. I didn't know that you, guys. you we did. Yeah, we pitched a few years on. ago. Yeah, that, that would, I would love that. All, All right, board. we'll do this. We'll, we'll come back. Uh, the if you Millers. can get us Mitch, too, we'll take him. Yeah, of course Mitch can come on. Have you, you've never had Mitch on? No. no, and I would love to. Do you, you know Mitch. I'm, 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 we were acquaintanced. We, like, we would, if I saw him at a party, I would feel comfortable I, I, I would venture to guess that your podcast with Mitch Hurwitz will be the best podcast you'll ever do. Okay. Wow. I will, I will make and I know happen. that I'm saying I, I don't even know who else you've had on this. Yeah. I think you had Gandhi on here. We had Gandhi yeah. on, and then um, and then a couple yeah. of the original, and my grandfather was on here, right? Your was grandfather yeah. was on, and then one right after the, the war, right after VE Day, right after VE Day, yeah, yeah. Yeah. in 1945. You guys yeah. had, and then one of the Mount Rushmore heads came on. Yeah, no, the head incredible. Head I heard itself. he was stone faced though. The totally, just couldn't get through. Couldn't get through. Wouldn't talk well, a lot. Well, fuck you, Will. And, uh... <laughs> How dare you? How dare, How dare. There is something to be said for good old-fashioned puns. There's nothing oh, wrong there's with there's nothing puns. this man loves more. Oh, yeah. the best. Yeah. The absolute best. Do you know Pete Serafinowicz? He's another guy. Yes! You should have him. Well, Pete's, I, I, Pete's a Londoner, though. Is he yeah. out here now? He's coming out here in the next couple of weeks. I love Pete. Way. You should have him on. He's a I brilliant guy. I would absolutely guy. have Peter Serafinowicz. I look around you as one of my Amazing. favorite fucking... Amazing. He's a brilliant guy. One of the great all-time puns of all time he had he had my one of my favorite jokes uh he's, he's got he, have you ever read his joke book which is uh, a billion jokes no a, a b of jokes a b of jokes and, no. and it's and they're you know and it's like you know 80 pages long um and i mean there are maybe 80 jokes and it's uh uh um my favorite joke is of his is uh there's no i in denial <laughs> it's such a perfect joke <laughs> It's such a perfect joke. <laughs> that, that, that reminds me. That to me is on the level of those. Some like, do you remember the Python sketch where the guy Monty goes, Python? Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> I thought you meant that sketch in Australia where that Python ate the, do you the crocodile. That no, no, that yeah, was no. not that remember funny. That pencil drawing I did of that Python. <laughs> it was a great Python sketch. It was a great Python sketch. I do remember. <laughs> but why it was, was it gorgeous? Yeah, it was what? gorgeous. What have you ever yeah. done with your art? You are such a great artist. Well, Matt's My mother says this. I just don't. He's I, afraid I don't of success. Know. You share it with the world already. Guys, Matt Myra's yeah. Python art deserves it's, to be unleashed on the world you. like a Python. I, honestly, I'll say, I think I do coils better than anybody. Let Matt's Python art coil around your heart I just really, and choke I just, it out. I feel like I get it all. <laughs> and then the consume you by there. unhinging its jaw. Yeah. Python, Monty Python sketch. Well, there's a, there's a one sketch. There, there's I know one... we're wrapping it up, but I want to... No, no, that's fine. It's the it's one sketch where uh, someone... I, I, and I, I just have to do this for time. Also, this segment of the podcast is brought to you by Mel's Auto Shop. Mel's Auto Shop been serving the Hollywood area for the last 50 years. Good on you, Mel. You got a free plug. God, I hope there's a Mel's <laughs> No, it's okay. Yeah, no, it's good. Mel. Somewhere there's a Mel's. Sure. Somewhere there's a Mel's. So, 
It's the it's where they set up the crazy rules where the where they're buying one guy's buying a mattress and then one of the other uh, one of the other pythons is uh, he he takes a third of every measurement and then another guy doubles every measurement so right. it's a lot of like so you have to understand that when my client when when my colleague says two feet he in fact means sixty feet and it basically just becomes this weird math sketch <laughs> right. where they're adding all these different <laughs> rules and then just carrying out the rules throughout yes. the sketch. There's something great. To so that. it's the, 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 the British humor is so I don't know. It's just so it feels so much smarter than ours. Well, but not all it's of it, also, though. but not it's also dumber. Mitch, Mitch Hurwitz pointed out today on the phone that that the sort of the dirty flip side to British humor is incredibly silly. Oh, it's well, it, it's the, I I would say that American humor is in between. The smartest British humor and the dumbest British humor. Yeah. So, like, really smart British humor is yeah. untouchable. And really dumb British humor is well, like, oh, it's all, it's these bu-. You well, know, it's I will Benny say, Hill. Base. Benny Hill. I will say that, you, you know, uh, th- this is self-serving and you'll, it, to an extent, and you'll see why. But it brings, it, it, I'll bring it around uh, back to an earlier question or an earlier topic that we're talking about. Faulty Towers, when it first oh, came out, so there was good. a photograph recently. Somebody saw a document, a um, essentially just a uh, uh, the coverage that uh, internally of the BBC of the script or the pitch or whatever it was on Faulty Towers. And it was so great. And the guy cut it to shreds. He said it wasn't worth it. It was just it was some sort of derivative bullshit. We've seen it before. These characters, who cares? Boring. And it's so hilarious considering that it's one of the great all time wow. television programs, right? That was posted online by Paul McGann, oh. who was in my favorite film of all time, With, with Nail and, and I, I, which is my number one, I think it, I think is a perfect film. Bruce Robinson is an utter genius. And Richard E. Grant. And Richard E. Grant was my favorite follow I've ever had <gasps> on Twitter. He followed you. He followed me a, a couple weeks ago. Holy shit. I didn't even know Richard E. Grant was on Twitter. And it was an incredible thrill for me. You have a lot of verve. Because is the most influential performance I, I, a piece of art I would say on my career is Richard E. Grant in With Nell and I. It's such I'm I'm sure most of the people who listen to this wow. have watched it, but that was part of the like when I was in high school, you know, like the sort of holy grails of movies were Holy Grail, um, and also uh, With Nell and I and um, um, and Real Genius. Well, of course, real genius. Yeah. No, How to get ahead in advertising? That, that's, that, that's, <laughs> How to get ahead in advertising is fucking that's Bruce, great. That's Bruce Robinson as well. He directed with Nolan. Oh, that's such a fucking great yeah, movie. Yeah. It's the boil. Yeah. That's a fucking great movie. And then the um, oh, oh my god, why is my mind blanking? Uh, Bud Court, Ruth Gordon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, Harold and Maude? Yes. Yeah, Harold and Maude. Oh, yeah. and Harold yeah. and Maude. Yeah. And Harold and Maude. Those are the movies. Like with Nolan and I and Harold and Maude are those two sort of like. Coming of age journey type of without question enlightenment, but sad at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah. Then so, have you met Richard E. Grant? Or was just a you know, I have. I don't think I don't know if just um, send him a DM. I, Thanks for the follow. I have not yet because I, I don't want to bother him. You don't do that. Yeah, I don't want to bother him. And I saw him once. I was at the Palm Restaurant about a year ago, year and a half ago. I, I'm not here to promote Mitch Hurwitz, but I was with Mitch Hurwitz at the Palm, <laughs> and Richard E. Grant walked in. And he went and he sat in a two-top by himself. And uh, I've never waited at a table, so I just, but sure. I throw that ter- term around. Oh, yeah. Two-top, yeah. And uh, I've had shittier jobs than waiting at a table, <laughs> but I just, I don't, never thought I'd be good at it. It's tough. It's tough. Well, you need to know that so you can and say, I just is it okay if I jobs. take that four-top? Yeah. yeah. Uh, right, but you yeah. did, yeah. yeah. And so 
so he was he went over and he sat by himself, and Mitch said, "I didn't really see him." He kind of went by because I had my back turned. Mitch said, "Richard Grant just walked in. He's sitting over there." I said, "Oh my god!" And of course, you know, in this town, you see people all the time, whatever. And I don't. And Mitch said, "You have to go say something to him." I said, I, I, I can't say that. I don't want to bother him. And he said, you have to. He's like, there's, there's nobody who you've talked about more who's more influential. Just you'll, You may never see the guy again. Just do it. It's worth it. And so he encouraged me. So on my way to the men's room, um, I, went where I, I, I went, walked up to his table, and I just said, uh, Mr. Grant, my name's Will Arnett. I'm an actor. I just want to introduce myself and say that I'm such a fan and I'm so influenced. And I think that you're incredible. And Whitnell and I is my favorite film of all time. And I just think that you're fantastic. And, and I don't want to bother you and blah, blah, blah. So thank you very much. Shook his hand and I left him. Wow. What if he was like, what if he was like, oh, wait, I have a, and you just walked away before he had a chance to say anything? Well, no, I was, I, I went back to my seat. He could have, he had, yeah, ample, he had plenty ample of time. time. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Yeah. Did he act like he knew who you were in any way? No, not not really. Although Pete Serafinowicz met him and said that he mentioned to him within the last year that I was a big fan. Ooh. And then he sort of said, oh, and I don't know if you put it... Uh, who knows? I don't even really care, to be honest. I was saying recently that you don't want to meet your heroes. No. You don't want to spend any real time with them. I got in this... Boy, I'm doing a lot of names. No, please, go. No, please, drop it, drop it. Drop but it, it was like because hot. it was the Oscar, and I was at the Vanity Fair, and I, was, I said to... Conan O'Brien, yeah, sure, obviously, well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> which Conan? Yeah, um, and I, he said, and I, I, I'd never met Bill Murray, and, and Bill Murray, I'm also a huge fan of, and he was over there, and he said, uh, I said, oh, there's Bill Murray, and I said, said maybe, maybe he's coming over. He said, you, you know him, and I said, no, I've never met him. And he goes, oh, you want to say hi? And I said, no, you know what? I, I, I don't, I don't think I want to meet Bill Murray. I'm, I'm such a fan of his, and I kind of want. I, I said, you should never meet your heroes. Conan went on to this long point about how I was kind of wrong. And he's like, no, you know, it's kind of good. And sometimes you can have, they're your heroes because they're incredibly bright or they're talented. And in a conversation with them, you might be really benefit from it. You might be really, um, like Conan's a fucking moron. I think he's wrong. <laughs> You're not the and first. he's the genius in that relationship. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, no, I, I love both those guys. But, but, but he was kind of right. But I also do kind of still feel that, that. Well, it's sort of hard because when you are meeting someone like Bill Murray, Bill Murray you and um, <clears throat> I would have the same problem is that there's probably not much he could do. Well, there's not much you're going to say to him that's going to make him because in your head you're See, like, oh, and then yeah. next week we'll be in a baseball game this together. Is, and and to, an interesting point, too, regarding talking to your heroes. I don't, the only person I, when I first came out here, to L.A. 2007. I worked at the Apple store at the Grove. Uh-huh. And the only person I, like, ran away from and didn't want to talk to was Mitch Hurwitz. Really? Oh, yeah. really? He's really yeah. nice. I'm sure he is. He's really nice. He's worth it. Is he? You, you will benefit. Now, here, here's a guy. He'll, he's interested in everybody he meets. Uh, and he's an interesting guy. He's incredibly smart. He's the funniest person I know, bar none. Yeah. Um, and he's worth it. He's really worth it. Uh, Bill Murray, I tell you what, he did not disappoint because he he eventually did kind of saunter over and said, you know, Conan is so recognized, he's so tall, yeah, sure. he sticks out like a stupid redheaded thumb, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I only say that because I hope he's listening. Um, 
But uh, <laughs> but he. Why is your Porsche all wet, Cohen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he said. Uh, Bill Murray came over and he said, "Hey," he said hi to Conan, and then Conan said, "Hey, do you know Will?" And he said, "No." And he said, "Hey, how are you?" Shook my hand, and then it was a great moment. Of like, Cheryl Crow ended up coming over, right? Of course, doesn't sure. Why not? By the way, I didn't dream this. Right? Doesn't make okay. sense. It sounds anyway, like a dream. It does were you guys like flying? What, were you in your house? But it wasn't your house. Yeah, it was my house, but it wasn't my house, and it felt like midnight, but it, but was, it was bright, bright daylight. Day, yeah, 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 exactly. No, yeah. no, I think this happened. This, this happened, was happened. Right? Yeah, yeah, this is the Vanity Fair yeah, party. Yeah. This, it was the Vanity Fair party in 2014. <laughs> so uh, Cheryl Crow sort of said hi, big, and, she, and, and to me at some, and then all of a sudden, Bill Murray picked her up in like a fireman, uh, you know, uh, uh, grip, you know, like over his shoulder, and walked out, walked away with her because all she wants to do is have some fun. Yeah. Yep. That's our podcast for today, guys. <laughs> Will Arnett, The Miller, CBS. Thursdays at 8.30. Thursdays at 8.30. DVR it, watch it, do what you got to do to see it. But if you DVR it, DVR it, uh, and then watch it pretty closely. Within seven days. Yeah, yeah within if seven you don't days, mind. so the numbers yeah, count. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun. Also, I mean, like, watch it for Will, because, you know, Jim Burroughs is all set. He's all set. Yeah. But he's also the world's nicest. He's one of those guys you don't begrudge him because he's a talented guy. Yeah. And it's, I don't, it all makes sense. That. It all makes sense. There's justice. And, and also, you know who I want to, you know who's a great guy? It's Greg Garcia, who runs the Millers, mm-hmm. is one of the good guys. He's a great dude. Good. Yeah. So you'd give him some money. Greg Garcia, didn't he do. My name is Earl. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he also an intern for Tony Kornheiser at PTI? Yes, yeah, he was. was. Yeah. Right. He was. Good pull. Yeah. He also, he also took his, uh, uh, he took some uh, of his own polyps out of his nose with needle nose pliers uh, in college. I, th- I was going to ask him the same thing. Honestly, God, I, I was going to ask him. Isn't that terrible? He told me that the other day. It was disgusting. And he also punctured his eardrum with a, with a uh, Q-tip by mistakenly jamming it in. <laughs> Not as guy. good an idea. Yeah, as that's great. Um, well, that's the. Uh, so there's that. And then we end the podcast by saying enjoy your burrito, which is uh, just a way that we sign off the podcast. But occasionally, if someone has a better voice than I do, I will ask them to say it. Would you say it as Kit? <laughs> you have to ask if Kit's here. <laughs> okay. Um, is Kit in the room? The Night Industries 2000 in the room? Kit is here. <laughs> Kit, uh, what should I do at this point? Enjoy your burrito. Thank you. Can you drive me there? I don't. Also, by, I mean, my, like, by my calculations, it'd be faster for us to fly. Oh my god! Is this like past go. super pursuit mode? Hey. What's happening? Hey. Don't get hit by those tampons. Oh my god, if I fall on the sidewalk, it's so soft. <laughs> the end. That was wow. Now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Carbonite.com. Carbonite is online backup made easy. Plans start at just $59.99 a year. Start your free trial today at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIST to get two bonus months with purchase. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fu, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family Podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. 
It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat. 